the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Right, there you have it. It is the Mess It Up Podcast once again. And hey, check it out. My microphone's working this week. I apologize. Last week, uh, one of my microphones was not working, and I realized it halfway through the show. And I didn't want to goof up the show. So I just let it run like that, and um, thankfully, um, the microphone that my friend Faith was using was picking me up a little bit, so I apologize for the poor sound last week, but we've got sound this week, so hopefully um, we're doing well with that, and um, we will just continue to keep on keeping on. The, that's how we take a mess and turn it into a message, and I suppose that's why we're here, right? Uh, I, if you don't know who I am yet, I am Paul, the bow tie guy. I... Uh, have been breaking out the bow ties again lately because the weather's been getting a little bit cooler and uh, so I haven't been just working, uh, walking around in t-shirts and whatnot. Uh, so uh, that is who I am though. You can reach me at bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com if you want to send some email to me, uh, give me your ideas, uh, thoughts about how the show is going. Uh, if you just want to get a hold of intern Dave who runs things for us here, that would be info at messituppodcast.com. And that's great for Word of the Week or Song of the Week ideas or anything like that. And uh, hopefully I don't forget to bring me back to the song or the Word of the Week later. But I want to just keep on rolling with all the upfront stuff right now. Uh, if you want to reach us on social media, you can like us on our Facebook page. We also have a Twitter page, a uh, an Instagram account that we uh, put pictures and stuff up on. And we've got a subreddit on Reddit called Messed Up Ministries. If you look for Mess It Up Podcast, uh, you should find us on all those social media places. But the Reddit account is Messed Up Ministries on Reddit. So um, that's where you'll find us there. Also, we have uh, some new subscribers on our Patreon page that joined us uh, last week. And I want to say welcome to those people who uh, decided to become patrons. If you want to become a patron and support the show, because we are 100% listener supported. That's where we get all of our funding uh, that makes it so we can do this. Uh, you can go to MessItUpPodcast.com. Click on the Become a Patron button and you can take your choice of how you want to sponsor the show. For as little as $1 a month, you can help keep the show on the air. And uh, I guess it's not on the air. It's uh, on your on the podcast, on the interwebs out there. Uh, but uh, we've got different donor levels that uh, come with different uh, gifts, uh, little appreciation gifts we have. And one gift that everybody gets, regardless of what level of donation you uh, subscribe at, is a free copy of my book called Still in Beta. And uh, I will get that out to you. Those donors who just subscribed to us uh, last week, uh, I am uh, back from my trip now, so I'll be able to process all that stuff. I'll be getting a hold of you soon to find out how you want to get your book. But like I said, for as little as a dollar a month, you can help keep the show on the air. And we really, really do love our donors because they make all of this happen. Uh, a great way to let other people know that the show is out here is for you to share on Tuesday. Use the hashtag TuneInTuesday so that people know that we're out there and doing our thing, and that will be a, a fantastic uh, way for you to get the show known to other people. You can also rate us on any of the podcatchers that you're using. Give us a rating. Uh, give us a review. That helps even more, and uh, every little bit that you can do for us really makes it so that new people can find the show and follow the show and 
get the same benefit out of it that you may have gotten. So I guess that's about all I need to say about all that kind of stuff. Uh, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to throw it over to our word of the week. And the word of the week for you new listeners is somewhere where you can earn bonus points. What are bonus points good for? Well, if you need to ask, you probably don't need the bonus points. That's what I always used to tell my students when I was in the classroom. Bonus points are truly just a fun little thing that you can keep track of on your own. I will never check your accounts. Uh, so you just keep track of those. But every time you use this word of the week in a sentence this week, you feel free to give yourself 10 points. And our word of the week this week is uh, a big fancy word. And I a lot of times I try to go with words that are, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, big or you know, highfalutin or or whatever you, you might find like that. Uh, but this word just popped into my head this week and I was kind of thinking about what I wanted to talk about on the show. And so our word of the week this week is trepidation, which is a feeling of fear um, or uh, maybe some uh, agitation about stuff. You know, you're worried about something, maybe some anxiety. So if you can use that word trepidation in your sentences this week, feel free to give yourself those fabulous bonus points as always. Uh, so without further ado, I'm going to introduce our guest this week, and our guest this week is me. <laughs> I am here doing it by myself this week because I did not have time to uh, record another show while I was up there in Portland. I'd hoped to get a few shows with Dan and Faith done, but our time just didn't work out that way, and I wound up taking a fun road trip this uh, last week, um, so that was kind of a neat thing to do. Hang on, here comes Paul getting a drink. No one to cover the dead spaces when I'm by myself. Uh, but while we were in Portland, I got a call from my daughter, and she said, this is a weird question, but um, my boss has a truckload of materials up there in Portland that need to come to Ridgecrest, and she'd be willing to uh, cover your gas and expenses if you drive the truck down. So once again, I found myself in a 26-foot U-Haul van moving uh, somebody else's stuff back to Ridgecrest. So it was a lot of fun. We got to visit my daughter and son-in-law in beautiful Klamath Falls. I got to see my my youngest granddaughter, um, who is Nora, and it was just so awesome because she just kept on looking at me and saying, Papa, and then she'd say hi, and um, it just, well, it just tickled me to uh, see that little girl. So long story short, and it's too late for that, uh, I didn't have a guest lined up, so it's just me this week talking about fear. And what I thought I wanted to talk about is the things that we fear and why we fear them, and and, and what goes into the whole idea of fear. So I was looking online, as I will sometimes do, and I found a few things out about fear. Uh, one of the things that I thought was interesting is the uh, 10 most common fears that people have. And uh, they are uh, you know, listed as phobias, and so I found this list on the ever-popular Google uh, machine. And so it told me the 10 most common fears. Now, I have no idea how they came up with these. Um, but um, this is what they're claiming the 10 most popular fears are. Uh, they're saying it comes from the National Institute of Mental Health. And um, here's the ones that they came up with. We've got arachnophobia, which is, you know, fear of spiders. Ophobia. Videophobia, which is a fear of snakes. I've got that one. Uh, acrophobia, fear of heights. Yep, I'm on that one. Aerophobia, fear of flying. Not so much. Sinophobia is a fear of dogs, which I don't have. I do have a, a terrible fear of cats. I guess that's a philophobia, maybe. 
Astrophobia is a fear of thunder and lightning, which I love. Uh, Trypanophobia is a fear of injections. Yes, that is me. I have a big time fear of needles. Social phobia um, is fear of people. No, that's not me. Agoraphobia uh, involves a fear of being alone in a situation or place maybe difficult to escape. Um, uh, I don't like to be alone, but I, I don't have that one necessarily. Misophobia is a fear of germs, which I think maybe a lot of us have uh, <laughs> that fear uh, lately. Um, but I, I know that a lot of people have these fears and um, it can be difficult to uh, to deal with sometimes. I know that one of the things that I look at as, as people have been dealing in the pandemic here and during COVID is we've been having a lot more frequencies of and, and incidences of people relapsing. And to me, a relapse is a response to fear because whatever we're doing in whatever, let me say this, whatever I'm doing in my hurts and my hangups and my habits is a symptom that is a response to a fear of some sort, whether it's a fear uh, for me, one of my, my biggest recovery issues is um uh, a fear of what people think of me and worrying that people aren't going to like me just for me, that I have to do something to impress them or or make it worth their while so that they will like me. And um, in recovery circles, we call that codependency, but it's it, it boils down to fear. And I know for me, when I, when I talk to people who are relapsing or who have gone through a relapse or when I'm feeling... Uh, shaky in my recovery or in my walk that what I try to do is I try to turn back into God uh, not not change myself into God but I, I I fall back into the arms of God I pray frequently for people to be weak so that they can't do it on their own so that they have to do it with the strength of God and I know that for me in falling back into God it's so important that I actively work my steps, that I'm taking a look at that fourth step, that inventory. I'm taking a look at that tenth step and doing a daily inventory, that I'm making sure that I'm making the amends, that I'm admitting when I'm wrong and, and promptly you know, making amends for that, and that I'm giving back and sharing with people. And that can be so tricky in this time of COVID, in this time of you know social distancing and... Uh, sheltering in place and all those different phrases that we didn't use to use but now are just part of our everyday vernacular, it's tricky because we're not with people all the time. And and most of us want to be with people all the time or at least some of the time. So I really highly encourage you to dig into your steps during this so that you can keep yourself solid. Remember in Celebrate Recover, we have those verses that go along with the, the steps and it says, be careful that you uh, don't fall. You know you need to be standing firm because you might be snuck up on it, and and we've got to stay firm and and be diligent. But this is a, a little article that I found on um, uh, overcoming fear and anxiety, and it has just some practical uh, things that you can do if you're dealing with fear. One of them is to learn more about your fear. 
Now, that can be a tricky thing. Um, I'm not really, you know, the kind of person who says, well, I'm afraid of uh, closed places, so I'm just going to let someone lock me into a, a, you know, a little chest or something like that and just, you know, explore that fear. I do know that there is some, there have been some times where I've, I've dealt with that. Um, a few years back, I was dealing with some pretty severe depression and anxiety and I was uh, seeing a counselor and my counselor encouraged me to to just feel what was happening when I went into that and I had been one as soon as I felt those things coming I'd always run from it because I didn't want to I didn't want to get caught up uh, in it I wanted to, to run away from the wave rather than trying to swim through it and he encouraged me to you know just explore what feelings were going on there and I I got a lot of growth and benefit from that, but I do have to say, you know, you want to make sure that you're in a safe place when you're doing that, that you, you know, you have people who are looking in after you so that if you do slip and fall and and go headlong into a, a funk, as a friend of mine used to say, uh, that someone's there to help pick you out. And uh, another situation or another suggestion here that it has is to use your imagination in positive ways. My friend Mark always says, tell yourself a better story. Um, don't, don't just fall into the story that you're being fed by life, that things are horrible and that you don't matter and, and all that. I mean, listen, we are one of just seven and a half billion people on the planet. And so our fraction of the population is small. And, and it's really difficult to make a splash in the pond big enough that someone on the other side of the planet will ever know that you made that splash. However, that doesn't mean that you are insignificant and that your life doesn't matter because there are people who are counting on you, who love you, who need you, and who, who just don't want to be without you. Uh, so tell yourself that better story and start thinking in in different ways. Uh, some things that you can practice as um, a way to fight your way through uh, a anxiety or a panic attack or, or a moment of fear. You can focus, focus on your breathing. Just, you know, it takes, when I, when I do this and I just focus on my breathing, it meets, makes it so that my mind is not going off into other ways. It makes it so it's just me thinking about how I'm breathing. And what it does is it just distracts me from thinking about the things that are trying to break into my mind and cause me problems. Um, practicing mindfulness and being aware of what's going on is another way to just make sure that my mind is focusing on the right things, that I'm not just allowing my brain to go wandering off into wherever it wants to go and you know dig into the, the horrible things. Um, it's, it's important to be real about, you know, fear. If we just say, I, I, I don't like it when I tell a person, you know, and I ask a person, Hey, how's it going? Oh, I've never been better. You know, Hey, it's, it's better and better all the time. I used to say that that was my line better and better all the time. And it's not true. Uh, in a, in a general sense, yeah, I'm, I'm progressing, but I have ups and downs and I fall into ditches emotionally and being real about it is a lot more uh, positive. It's a lot more helpful. It's a lot more useful way to go about dealing with my fears. Um, so uh, maybe um, 
maybe you just need to spend time thinking about what's really happening in life and, and if it's if it's really a uh, a crisis or if it's something that you can help get through. Uh, so that's just some some thoughts that I have. What I'm going to do right now is I'm going to play uh, a little bit of a song for you um, about fear. And, and typically we use, you know, just Christian artists. But this is an artist that I've never played on the, uh, the show before. But I really, really, really appreciate this um, artist's music. And it's a band called Blue October. And uh, this particular writer and singer went through some serious emotional trauma going through a divorce and losing his child in that divorce um, and came out on the other side with a, a love for, for God. Now, he hasn't changed to, uh, quote unquote, you know, Christian musician. But uh, if you listen to the song, you'll hear some um, some encouragement and uh, you'll hear God coming through. So what I want to do is play a little bit of this song for you right now. It's a song called Fear by the band Blue October. And we'll be back on the other side of the break to uh, hear my thoughts on it and Uh, I'm going to share a few Bible verses about fear and we'll get on with the rest of our day and have our Cheerios and coffee and and get ahead with uh, life. So I'll see you on the other side of the break. Right now, this is Blue October with Fear. All my life, been running from a pain in me, a feeling I don't understand is holding me down. So rain on me underwater all I am getting harder a heavy weight I carry around today I don't have to fall apart I don't have to be Consume me, my shadows see through me Cause fear in itself band was introduced to me by a person I used to work with at Starbucks who uh, really enjoyed their music and introduced me to them. And it's it's interesting to listen to this person's music in uh, chronological order because at the beginning of their recording career, it was so, um, so much anger and hurt and pain was wrapped in. There was just a darkness about the music. And then uh, they came up with uh, an album after they found hope. And you could hear the difference in what was going on in life with them. You could just hear that life was different because they had found hope. And hope is so, so powerful. And when I listen to this song, I hear in the chorus, it says, Today 
I don't have to fall apart. I don't have to be afraid. I don't have to let the damage consume me. My shadows see through me because fear in itself will reel you in and spit you out over and over again, believing yourself and you will walk. Now fear in itself will use you up and spit you out like you were never enough. Yeah, I used to fall. Now I get back up. And, and that's what it is. That's my, my life. And then if you listen to the end of the song, it goes, it says, breathe, ask for more. If you're bitter still, ask him to help you carry on. And that's where it all comes down to, is that God will help us in our time of need. He's our, our ever-present you know, help in times of trouble. And he doesn't he doesn't quit. He doesn't let us down. He doesn't allow things. He won't let. I mean, I have my choice in how I respond to things. So I can dive into deep things. And and, and I know that, that people get pulled in and they get sucked down. But that's not what God's desire for me is. Uh, it's, it's, it's not even close. Uh, Proverbs 12, 25 says an anxious heart weighs a man down, but kind word cheers him up. That's what God has for us. Is he has that kind word. And we can find that in the love of a friend. The people that you've heard on my show are all people who have given me a kind word at some point. And that's why I asked them to be on the show. You know, Dan and Faith and, and Heather and <clears throat> all those people. And more, they are the ones who just keep me lifted up and make it so that I don't fall in. Matthew 6.34 is one that I love. It says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. It's uh, when we go through our life and we spend time worrying, uh, we're wasting our time. Uh, Corey Tinboom, uh, the um, the lady who helped hide people uh, from uh, the Nazis, uh, there's a quote from her that says, "Worry does not empty tomorrow of its sorrow; it empties today of its strength." I want to be able to live through today. I want to be able to move through the things that are going on so I can face tomorrow. And when I trust in God and I allow him to take away that that worry, that sorrow, that fear, that anxiety, it lets me have the strength to make it through to tomorrow. Because if I'm worrying about tomorrow, I'm not even paying attention to what's going on today. Listen, Romans 8, 38 and 39. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. And I could just stop right there. But listen, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today or our worries about tomorrow, even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. We don't have anything to be afraid of forever. 1 Corinthians 7, 32 says, I want you to be free from anxieties. And it's not just a, a New Testament thing. I mean, it was an Old Testament thing we, we heard in Proverbs, uh, you know, the, the cheering other people up. But but Isaiah 35, 4 says, Say to those who have an anxious heart, be strong, fear not, behold, your God will come with the vengeance, with the recompense of God. He will come 
and save you. It is it's what we need to do. First Peter 5, 7 says, cast your cares on him because he cares for you. The things that I have that I worry about are often overwhelming. And, and I don't, I don't want to minimize when we feel overwhelmed by things, especially at this time when we've just been, you know, locked in and we're, we're not in our normal patterns and, and things are, are difficult. I don't want to minimize the things that we go through. But the things that I face on a daily basis, things like, are my children going to be okay? What about my grandkids? Are the bills being paid? You know, is there food? Is my refrigerator still running? What am I going to do for work? Where's the next? Those kind of things are things that can grip us and 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 come into our our daily lives and really knock us off. Well, for me, that can really knock me off course when I start focusing on those things. And that's the trick of the enemy is to get me focused on something besides the joy of God, besides the joy of my family, the joy of my wife, the joy of my friends. I love, uh, I wish that you guys could have the friends that I have and listen to it. But, you know, Pastor Heather will always tell me, Stop it off. Knock it off. Are you listening to what you're saying? Are you serious with what you're saying right now? When I come to her and I'm feeling down or depressed or or discouraged, and she reminds me that that's just a lie from the enemy, that I'm I'm worthwhile. And we all come under attack. And I've been under attack in the last few weeks with things. But it, if I can hold my breath, my body will float up to the surface. Uh, we used to go down to the wedge in Newport when I was a kid a lot. And the waves would come in and sometimes they'd be really strong. And, and uh, if you're not familiar with Southern California Beach there in Newport, the, where the wedge is, there's a jetty that comes out for the uh, the harbor at Newport. And so the waves come in and hit that jetty at an angle and then they bounce back and then you get two waves that hit together and they increase in power and they call it the wedge. And, and you can get pretty thrashed in the water there. It can roll you up pretty good. And I learned really quickly that when the water starts to roll you up and it starts to take over, you're not going to win. You're not going to be able to fight the water. But you can outlast it. If you just hold your breath, eventually your body will float to the top and you'll get there. You might be somewhere different than you thought. You might be down the beach a little bit or out in the ocean a little bit. But eventually we float. God's God's made us buoyant and he's made our spirit buoyant. He's made our our emotions buoyant. And we talked last week about lighting those emotional candles to get us through the dark times. And these are really times that can be dark right now, people. I, I don't need to tell you. It's not like, wow, hey, good job, Paul. You came up with a, a real hot take there. Times are tough right now. You know, I, I'm not I'm not trying to to do that, but but honestly, we need each other to get through this. So here's your homework. And I don't typically give homework. Even when I was a teacher, I hated giving homework. But I'm giving you homework, listeners, this week. And I, I, want, you, I want you to reach out to someone right now. And I just want you to tell them, don't be afraid. And you can do it on social media. You can do it with a phone call. You can do it in person with a mask on at six feet, whatever it takes. But I want you to reach out to somebody 
and let them know, don't be afraid. And if nobody's reaching out to you and you need someone to reach out, listen, here it is, 760-608-1942. That's my personal phone number. Call me and I'll let you know to not be afraid. And we can have that conversation. But I don't want anybody out there being alone. I don't want anybody out there struggling by themselves. We're going to struggle, but but don't struggle by yourself because there's strength in numbers. And and Satan fears us when we're banded together. And he'll, like a, like a pack of wolves, he'll pick on the, the weak one, the one that's out on the outside of the fringes of the herd. So let's get together and, and, and be a flock of believers, of overcomers, of people in recovery, of messes that are turning into messages. Let's do that. Let's not stay under the water for long. Let's, uh, <clears throat> let's lift each other up. All right. Enough of my soapbox for a week. Uh, I will be back next week, hopefully with a more entertaining and engaging guest than myself. Uh, until then, I just want to remind you of a couple of things that we talked about at the top of the show. First of all, the email address is bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. Let me know what you're thinking about things. Tell me what you think about this song, Blue October, or the band. Um, get involved on our Facebook uh Put the show up on Tuesdays, hashtag tune in Tuesday and let people know about the show so we can get new listeners. Uh, if you feel like you want to get the book, uh, you can go on Apple Books, you can go on Amazon and um, buy a paperback version, or you can use your Kindle and get a, a digital version on your Kindle as well. It's available in those three formats. And if you want to become a patron, uh, please sponsor us. Uh, go to our Patreon page by uh, clicking on the Become a Patron button on our website, messituppodcast.com, and that'll take you right where you need to be. For all of you who do sponsor us, thank you so much, and uh, I think that's all I have until next time, so we will see you next time we mess it up. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Yeah.